0: Okay, I'm going to give a bit of a preamble here. When Dr. Miller came on, he came on blazing 100 miles an hour, and anyone who knows Rick and has him on their shows, interacts, knows that's how he is. He's, in his own words, an idiot savant, but in my words, he's a savant. He's, He's clearly... A genius, a recognized genius Uh, He's a physicist, metaphysicist Uh, His record is unbelievable So uh, in the show notes you'll be able to If you're not familiar with him Look at his amazing pedigree Uh, And he talks about so much of this stuff in his interviews and his chats with others So I'm not going to get into that here What I'm going to do here is Let you know that I'm putting this out in its entirety I'm not even re-listening to it I feel that I'm just going to let it be a raw file Out in the world It would be impossible to edit, I think And I just feel the need to get it out right now So that's what's happening, and that's what this preamble's about. Um, There's been a lot going on behind the scenes here with me, and I just have to get some content out. I think some of it may be a little bit less slick than I've been trying to do here on this show. Like this one, for example, even the ones that feel less slick have uh, been worked on with compression and all that stuff to try and save audio files and whatnot and also finesse a little bit. This one is absolutely untouched. And like I said, I have not even listened back. I just need to get this out at this time there's information in here that's uh, prescient and I'll let you figure that out for yourself everything Dr. Miller says is prescient in my opinion he is a genius and he's just had a breakthrough uh, that is also quite important and I want to make sure that some of that is coming through as well He co- he came right in with it In fact, I had to I missed the opening Because I usually talk with people And give them a A little rundown of how I run the show here With a break at the top of the hour To go to the bathroom Or get new tea or whatever And uh, The introduction process And just a fast little What's up And Rick <laughs> Started Bang I have figured out The universe or what you know Wherever he goes from the beginning And it was As soon as he started talking about five minutes And I, I hit record because I realized There was going to be <laughs> Nothing to do but ride The wave that is Dr. Richard Allen Miller So I hope you enjoy as I did. And uh, I'll see you on the next show. So with that, we'll start the official intro and we'll go from there. Thank you.
1: involved he mentored me and uh, 51 years ago uh, to introduce me to Edgar Mitchell so I could be at Mission Control in 71 to do all the ESC studies and at that time took me to Prague with my new concept the holographic concept of reality Yes, I didn't get a Nobel Prize for that but it was the top paper in 10 years in Prague and even over at Sarvati, some others and what's happened is is a door opened Tuesday, and I had a, a breakthrough on a visit that I had done at Broom Lake, at Groom Lake, and with Krill, and I have a new model for the universe that is going to. Um, he's got another person he mentored, a David Luke up at uh, Greenwich. They gave me a schedule one to grow psychedelic mushrooms for Canada and Israel, and my model doesn't require psychedelic mushrooms. Um, the mushroom is a toxin, and what it has is a chemistry that's very similar to um, the neurotransmitter in your brain. The brain freaks out, it jump starts the brain in producing this particular neurotransmitter. And this one, dialogues, it's a resonant cavity oscillator that dialogues with subtle bodies outside the physical body.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: Okay, so that's how you do placebo. That's how you do depression and other things like that. But but the catharsis was that for all these years since Groom Lake, they've never been able to open my my memory to what actually happens at level eight. Uh, I was working paranormal studies up in Seattle. I. uh, had China Lake and SRI, Piohoch, and those guys, when I I had deep pockets to solve paranormal. Back then, we knew about aliens, but we were more concerned about what the Russians were doing. As it turned out, psychic discoveries behind the Iron Curtain, uh, what turned out was it wasn't the Russians back then. The space race, Sputnik, all of that. <laughs> the Russians were superstitious back then. I had Kluge and I am doing everything yes. with a Mac underneath the table. Yes. And uh, I, I busted Geller, you know, bending spoons. And he could do that, by the way. It's just he couldn't do it at will. And he was hanging out with a lot of women and, I'll break my watch, you know. And, <laughs> and so he had to, you know, he had to play along because he's an ego. And I caught them. And it dis- disavowed all his work because of that. And I felt really bad because Pio was one of my mentors, you know, I mean, he taught me how to do what I do. But in any case, um, I pre- holographic concept presumes – it uh, doesn't work with space-time. That's what's wrong with quantum mechanics. Quantum mechanics has an uncertainty principle. The more you know about one thing, the less you know about something else. Yes. And you can't get there from here.
0: What about a field?
1: Yeah, well, the way I use it, and this is more for Lay, um, is physics starts with assumed truths and then definitions before it even gets into physics. And one assumed truths was, If the shortest distance between two points is a straight line, the Earth's round. However, if space is curved, I can prove that it's flat. Now, which one is it? (laughs) And the correct answer is yes. Well, the correct answer is yes, because that's how constructed our concept of space is. And time is a duration of consciousness. It's not real. Yes. Okay. Well, if that's true, what does that make your child? And... That was where I got left when Max Rampel approached me. He's a second-generation Russian quoting my work. His first, his mentor, Gary Ayev, got nominated for a Nobel Prize. Um, he didn't get it. He got nominated. <laughs> oh, he's always the man. My daughter, oh, yeah, eat me. But what happened was that he's working on the DNA and a thing called the proton cloud. And when the door opened, I had epiphany on what the proton cloud is and how to approach it. And he can't. He's not the physics like I am. I'm like Cavarina, and I, I do math big time. Yeah. And I was the one that, when I did the holographic concept, constructed the first stuff on fractal math on how information folds down into or out of itself, like physical plane, emotional plane, how you feel about it, EQ. And that part is really important and then but there's a theorem in information theory that says that if you have enough information to ask a coherent question, you have enough information to answer it. Yes. So there's your there's your circular that started with Mendelbrot, Julia, May, some others did generators, and that's what the DNA is. It's a generator. It's a three dimensional hologram of force space. Who you were, who you are, who you will be, and time. Now, that's forty seven years ago. I did that, and the reason. I'm not noted for that was that all my work was top secret. I was like 10 years, I was, so Talbot couldn't possibly know about me. Prebram and John Boehm had done their papers 10 years later than May. And I have just had another epiphany. And if you don't think everybody's down there excited because here's the deal. What does that make your son? Okay. So a proton cloud is like uncertainty principle, uh, you know, it is when a proton goes from a particle to a wave, the space in between particle and wave is called a proton cloud, and that's where your multiverse exists. Yes. And Kaufman, okay, Kaufman, so it isn't Schrödinger's cat anymore, it's more like a cat house. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little cat house, well, and well, because. There's dead cats, and there's alive cats, and dying cats, and, you know, it's got a Every lot of cats. Phase. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I call it Schrodinger's Cat House. Everybody likes that metaphor because that's as good as we can get. And what will be described in that is Kaufman probably, and his knot theory. That's where you take a, your plasma, uh, your strings, and you tie them as plasmas into knots and the different universes that exist because of that. And your son is from one of those units, one of those universes parallel to you that you don't have touch with because you're in such a dream state. You even got a clue what I'm talking about now. Ha <laughs> ha! Just kidding. Now with that, <laughs> no, I mean you know I got to stay limber here. Um, if this is true, and I am coming out with two of three books I've written. That you've probably heard about, but now, the Diamond Body, yes. Electromagic, and Yogatronics. These are the works I did after I set the Manager Foundation up at Topeka. We had single-gain amplifiers. That company on Bainbridge Island later became John Fluke, but it made the possibility of measuring brainwaves. And I set that up. That was uh, 50 years ago, and i 50. <laughs> you know, and so I wrote on Video Feedback. And Gary Robert Buchanan in music did his doctorate on cymatics, and uh, I was on his thesis board at that time because music had no clue how to, you know, judge his thesis topic. Gary died four days ago. Oh, my. Down in Steamboat Springs Healing Center. He has a book out called Sona, check it out, uh, where he was healing using light and sound. But what I did as his lead professor in that area when I was Department of Paraphysics and Parapsychology at the Experimental College at the UW, which later became Evergreen. And Dixie Lee Ray set that up. I was first faculty, by the way. Um, what ha- happened is I wrote books on how to change things like it called a wire. Norman back then 50 years ago, Norman Spinrad wrote a book called uh, Science Fiction uh, around my work called The uh, Little Heroes. And what you had is a thing called The Wire, where you could dial in what custom you wanted to wear. Like, uh, today I'm going to go as a woman. And you had control of those kinds of things because I was able to talk directly to a specific neurotransmitter, and that one had three other transmitters you could talk to. I had access to yeah. the brain. Yeah. And that electromagic uses Amora and intimate German acupuncture. I can wave shape, and get specific in my language. But now, 50 years later, I see how to use color and sound in your mind's eye to jumpstart your brain in meditational practices where you don't need to take the mushroom.
0: Yes. How does that yeah. work, Rick? Um... Should I be recording all this, or is this behind the scenes? What's that? Should I be recording, or is this behind the scenes? Yeah,
1: absolutely. (laughs) What I've just given you is the keys to the kingdom, because now, by visualization, you can be any age you want. You can go like Marcella and from the profane into the sacred. Yes. Immortality in this lifetime.
0: This is the sub this is my main subject in life. This is you're you're right on it right now. The idea ah, Imagine that. Very <laughs> subject right now.
1: How do yeah, we but... get out of weird place? You know, because this is creepy. And and the how Porto, do you it's...
0: how is it that you find it creepy, Rick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that answered that one, didn't it? Okay. So I uh, that's uh, don't get me started. I'd
0: love uh, you know, to get you started.
1: <laughs> this is uh <laughs> this is you're more asleep right now than you are when you're lucid dreaming or other dream states. Yes. Go figure. Well then what uh, what do you think this is? Alabama? <laughs> Welcome to Oh, how did they do in the great race? Oh yeah. Welcome to Barracha, honey. <laughs> Welcome to Thunderdome! (laughs) Look, I'm going to tell you, nobody has a clue. Me too. I'm 20 minutes with Krill. They don't use telepathy. That was one of the things I gleaned when I opened Tuesday. Um, They don't use telepathy and the synthetic telepathy I developed with Alan Frey. That's... Our higher selves talking emotions. And their level of it, huh, it's like May with Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan hired me to go into uh, John Lilly's labs way back when he was at Berkeley. Yeah. They were He was a dolphin as a weapon, <laughs> you know, guiding oh. missiles. Oh, America. it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait that's why they laugh. Uh, you know thanks for all the fish <laughs> that got yeah and uh, they I was there ten days when I realized their clicks and whistles were a form of clever algebra dimensional math their redundancy coefficient was 10 times more efficient than Hebrew which I speak I'm a hermetic Kabbalist. I studied with Gershom Sholem I'm like really uh, educated and was gifted to, and no, I don't know, you know what I mean? I have no illusions that I've got wounds just like everybody else coming from a place, trying to come from a place of purpose. I can tell you that I was wrong. Just two months ago, they discovered that the dolphin aren't speaking. They're sending pictures.
0: Yes. Oh, my God.
1: What what does that imply to you? What does that imply? Uh, Well, here's that. Figure it like this. Orca hunts dolphin.
0: Right.
3: Right.
1: Then where are you on that totem? Let's try it this way. How many ants are on your property? Hive consciousness. And what's going on below your house in terms of terraforming?
0: Right. I'm constant, these, these, Rick. These are the things I talk about. So the the dolphins with the the imagery that are transmitting. Now I've often said we're nowhere near the top of the the chain here.
1: <laughs> Baboon comes to mind. How about that elephant in Cambodia that can paint itself with its trunk and have an awareness of self way beyond human?
2: Yes.
0: Yes.
1: And dogs, closer to spirit. Why? I feed it bacon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's back up to where you were with the dolphins and the orca, and um, asking the question about everything that's conscious going on just in the yard below us.
1: Where I, am I, do I, should I turn on my something, cat?
0: No, 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 no. You're good. I'm saying let's what
1: was down below me. I, I'm looking.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, uh, yes, I got you. <laughs> Look at you, Rick. I love you. <laughs> uh,
1: nobody gets me, really. Actually, if you even get half of what I've just said, uh, you're doing better than most. I speak in metaphor. That was Gregory Bateson. What's your metaphor? But to serve your paradox. Yeah. Connect one dot to another. Did you know that like lysergic acid amide neurotransmitter That one connects one dot to the other and it's arbitrary. Anything goes. Yeah. That means why would you want to dumb down a brighter part of your younger self here? Educational reform is next, and that's because nobody has giving a clue, and they're all concerned about viruses. Well, that's where the kid gets his immune system sharpened in the first place. Yes. It's not about medicine, and newsflash, medicine's broken. And you can see dentistry; it's also broken.
2: Yes. Oh. And
1: I, oh well, close coming in, in a close second with um, um, what do they call that trap that has. Oh yeah, copper and you know, <laughs> creepy stuff and lead. Uh,
0: the amalgam, oh. yeah,
1: yeah, amalgam. Worse, what happened to the gold gold crown I had? Well, someone robbed me of it they knocked me out and took my tooth. Oh my god! No, I'm kidding. Uh, just, <laughs> just. But I'm. But that be- is a
0: pr- that is the practice, though. That does happen.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. And worse yeah. than that, never mind. Uh, it's just.
0: I want to look at, with what we're we're talking about right now in the new model of the universe through the proton cloud and DNA as a generator, causality loops. So I'm looking back at my younger self, which makes me my higher self, correct? No. Okay. Ah,
1: It makes you one of yourself. One of myself. That doesn't get a clue, trying to talk to someone that's, coming in to try to help you, and you don't get it.
0: That's what I'm saying. The younger self is describing that as something autonomous or nebulous, thinking yeah, that think it's, you it's, it's your spirit guide, right? When it's well, really, is it really you, one of yous? I hate the combaya. I'm, I'm not a new ager.
1: Blue hair, Manola. I'm not I, I'm none of that. Okay, I know, but 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 spirit guide, uh, Katumi. Uh, Concerting with demons, uh, you know, who knows? All roads lead to Rome, but you need a North Star to know what direction you're going.
2: The, the, that's yes. what the
1: purpose of ritual is a switch. Yes. So that you know when you're in the profane and when you're in the sacred. Yes. And that's why rituals exist, They're the celebration of the myth and angles. It, uh, Well, I studied with James Hillman, and Kugler-Ross was one of my friends. And so I have a sense of James Hillman was exceptional. He's third-generational young, so uh, imaginal psychology, where a demon, correctly purposed is one of the 72 things deemed unworthy as part of coming with your package, Mm. like greed, sloth, uh, uh, anger. uh, Anger. So I, like Mephistopheles, will Faust will use Mephistopheles anger to um wash the kitchen floor. <laughs> 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 well, I'm gonna do a it's a tool. And what you're trying to do is see your glass half full, everything happens for a reason. You know, we should have had social distancing, what, ten years ago?
3: Mm-hmm
1: super supermarkets and post office. There's your thank you for your service place. Mm-hmm. Those guys, the probably the US Postal Service, in my humble opinion, probably the only thing the US government ever did right. And I put the SEAL program together. So you tell me, they are, they are when when I remember when they were going on strike up in Toronto Canadians and they were dissing mail. U.S. Postal Service, no one would do that here, it's too sacred. And that's what makes our postal service, so, you know, It's and now they're trying to privatize it. Yeah. Yeah. None of our presidents, since Terry Truman, is worthy of being a president, and because a president of the United States should represent our most educated and most morally correct.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: And how did they put it? Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> what do you think that's about, man? Yeah, I mean, get a grip. I didn't vote for Trump. I voted against Clinton. Oh, but Trump's done some wonderful things. Well, yeah, he's a little spoiled brat, too. You're fired. <laughs> and I, just, I don't get Portland. I grew up in Seattle. It's not about black matters. And I came back from Bend. I was over at Sun River and came through the long way through um, uh, Roseburg Drive Home. And I saw 57,000 acres up in smoke, the worst forest fires in Oregon's history this year. And 30% of them were arson.
0: Yeah. I'm in this area, but not Portland. I'm in Washington. Rural. It's
1: terrible. It's, and yeah. I grew up. Seattle. And uh, that's why they called me. My family came in on Whitman drains and we were a founding family. We're in one of the 12 families of Seattle, Nelson's, Baldwin's and Arnold's. And I'm uh, mom had Vesta cutting and associates, kind of like Gordon Duff. And uh, in Seattle, she had the fourth and pike building. And uh, I didn't have to play that because I was a whiz kid. And so I kind of was left alone and I had friends from Tacoma that were, well, let's see, Woody was a third-generation mafia hitman and best friends, and uh, mostly doing all the cocaine, and we'd come down here for the good pot. Yeah. And, uh,
3: <laughs> well,
1: you know, and I saw Seattle change when Royer and the subsequent ones came in. The Seattle Police Department used to be, we had, that's where Medic One started. That was uh, Open Door Clinic. I wrote those books in medicine when Open Door Clinic happened. And then when Flying Squad came out of Survival Center, I was one of the 10 people uh, putting that together, which later became 911. And uh, uh, it's all for a fire department. That's what uh, my, uh, it's just, I- I've watched it become homeless.
2: Yeah, yes. And, uh,
1: and, uh, I, I, I mean, I've never seen anything like that before. And how could they have let... And in, in New York City, yes, 287,000 people left because of this COVID virus, and New York is dead. Yes. It used to be about the food. You could go on
2: any corner,
1: on any block, anywhere, village, and then wherever, it was about the food. Right. Elevator would open, and you could have any combination you could imagine in racist marriage. I've never seen anything like it. New York was very cool. Um, it was. My girl, well, that's right. Neil Goldsmith and his buddy ran Omni Magazine, and when they retired into the village, they set up uh, the poetry science talks, and I have been to a couple of those where they brought me in as a speaker down in the village. Um, things are... Change is, is the rule, but uh, there's got to be a way that we can take advantage of what they're doing to our children right now. I started an aquaculture course. That will be workbook three and four. Five is already out on stress management. The three will be a mobile water testing laboratory run by third graders, and Michael Moore, um, the filmer, he wants to go on the trip where I'm going to send this bus out, and wherever it stops, it's cloned, and what that bus is, is a mobile water testing laboratory that's teaching first graders how to test for mobility, portability, potability, how to clean water, etc., and once the child does that, Water, because it's like, what, three minutes for air, three days for water, and three weeks for food. What's important? Right, water. And, okay, well, then survival. And educating. <laughs> so what I did is I, I was, when I first came out of grad school, I worked for Boeing, and my first job was under Art Pilgrim in South Park, with no, what was known then as BSRL, Boeing Scientific Research Laboratories. And I was working lunar base Alpha-1 under Art Pilgrim hydroponics. It was New Galilee Gardens that they were using tilapia and chlorella. And they had chickens running on the grates, pooping down into the water as a closed system for deep space. And here's a little ad just to give you one. All your inorganic salts necessary for a plant is one-third chicken manure, one-third rabbit manure, and one-third worm casings. You have those three and you have a closed system for deep space. And they moved that into Kent later became the Space Center. Um, What I did this year in May, I taught a course on aquaculture, which is hydroponics without the fish, Yeah. teaching the child how to grow plants, like the sandbox. And the next classes, uh, Rex Bear is gonna come in to film it, and I've got some people flying up from Burbank with their kids. We're going to put it in a greenhouse before it gets cold, and I'm going to show them how that same tomato plant they started in April is going to produce tomatoes in March and uh, with just simple lights and uh, water and nutrients. And that, by the way, the nutrient you put in there, one-third, one-third, one-third would work just like that. Yeah. Um, What I was doing was teaching... And that's wrong. And what I want to do now with Zoom is my Magic 101 for children. And uh, t- tomorrow we'll be on, I'll show you the subject, I'm getting it all prepared. We'll be on, uh, uh, and uh, you know, the Mass of the Holy Ghost. Yes. You know, the thought that occurs at yes. the moment of climate. Okay. But. This one is Clark Heinrich. I was at a rave. Can you believe that? And uh, <laughs> I was in a rave uh, in 2001, and Crystal Method was playing their creepy music. And Clark Heinrich was uh, shaving your head, bald, and then taking Amanita muscaria and putting it on top of the head, so that it was called the Pope's cradle, and you could talk directly to God. <laughs> I hid in my TV that night. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's really spooky out there. Uh, the problem is when you do altered states of consciousness, any of them, drugs, whatever, whipping yourself into a frenzy. Right. Um, that's a form of magic.
0: That's old school, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, magic with a K. You got laser man, sleight of hand. Yeah. And sleight of mind. Yes. You use this as a tool. Yes. And when I say that, it, this isn't the, this, this brain produces the neurotransmitters that connects you to all the other parallel universes and that's where immortality lies. And we, it's, it's a conceptual that if you were to use these resources that you have right now, you would be able to achieve what God did in seven days. And that's less than halfway to what the real Lord is. And you can't even comprehend it even now. And you could. What you can conceive of is what you're capable of doing.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Well, um, you have to be very careful because I I was, I'm, I started with Neopagan with uh, Tim and Morning Glory Yes, and uh, neo pagan, you know, yeah, nests and sex and all oh, yeah, and all the good stuff. And then I went Coven Camelot, Star of the North, with Lois Lois and Sandra and Carl, and then I got to be a grumpy old wizard, you know, making my own things. <laughs> the grade I was offered Caliphate for the OTO by Philip Seckler when Grady died, I turned it down. Why? I didn't want to run an order. It had a bunch of kids rationalizing their use of drugs. Yes. Drugs are a... I can now formally say that I can achieve any drug state just by envisioning in my mind's eye. I can do that. And um, I was one of Larry's early experiments. In 64, uh, Harvard decided they wanted to see what would happen if they gave uh lsd uh, to a gifted child and i was chosen with a group of others in different states and i remember being up at deception pass hurricane ridge
0: i, I love was, deception De- pass
1: yeah looking down 2000 feet those
0: em- <laughs> <the> emerald swirling <laughs> waters yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah and uh Larry leans over and he says, as my guide, he talked first with my mom, and I was at Pullman at that time. I was 20 years old, mm-hmm. 1964. I'd never done anything, you know, I just, just a uh, kid. And uh, he leaned over and he said, um, Wouldn't it be neat to jump? <laughs> well, it is, it is hypnotic last, over I, there. <laughs> <last>? Yeah, what <laughs> happened next was I became fascinated with all the doors that were slamming shut in my brain
3: Mm
1: -hmm. you know all the sights i had doors of perception i realized that inner space at that moment was way more vast than our galaxies and black holes
0: oh yes well you were 20 when you realized that yeah
1: 1964 yeah and i wrote the holographic concept in 1972 and it wasn't until Carl Prebron in 1980 and 81, you know, I did microtubules at the UW on, on Hammeroff with still in diapers. And what I've done now is I've had another epiphany 47 years later, and my mentor is excited because he's got other younger kids mentoring. I had Albert Sensgorky. I had Charlie Muses, Edward Edward Horton. I had the finest of all R.B. Murray is who I did my master's under, Nobel Prize in solid-state physics. So I've been groomed for this moment. I am, I don't know what I am, but I'm not any better than anybody else down here because I, here I am. doesn't... Uh, what is it, purgatory. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, you've been bad. We're going to get you, man. There's a movie you want to watch called Astral City. It's in Portuguese. You can translate it. That's about a medical doctor watching himself die on the operating table and what happens next. Pretty accurate, actually, from Kubler Ross. And if you go into Bordeaux doll. At the moment of death, you have one last choice. You can either choose the blue light, which you call getting off the wheel,
3: mm-hmm.
1: back to the Lord, or the tunnel of light, the Kubler-Ross and, uh, and uh, my other friends that have, I've got a friend, uh, I was in the jungles with, uh, uh, what's his name, I forget it now, even e- Alexander, he uh, is a neurologist that had a near-death experience, and uh, talking about his dead sister he never met as a butterfly on a leaf, or he was in this place in heaven. I, in the jungle, suggested that maybe that was his inner feminine self, because the two primary paths to God are the hermit or the lovers. You either do it androgyny, androgynously, or June Skinner, Singer, or you have a reflected inner mate that reflects your inner self. That's why marriages come and go, because love comes and goes. Friendships are the highest form of love there is.
2: Yes, I agree. And
1: and so there it is. You know, it's just um, your inner feminine changes, and that's why you're not happy with this woman anymore. No longer she has a whore inside. like Like, I like older women. Or... <laughs> you know, <laughs> ah, just kidding.
0: Love um, is an emotion. It's not the vehicle. That's
1: exactly right. That's why sex magic and the mass of the <laughs> Holy Ghost, that is the secret, Masonic secret. The thought that occurs at the moment of climax happens. Yes. And what you're doing is psyching into matter. Yes. And you're punctuating it with emotion, which is a higher level. Boom. And that was called the mass of the Holy Ghost. It came out of Tantra, where you... Use your emotions as a tool. Yes. Okay. And uh, that's going to be taught to children, but not about sex, per se, because it isn't about sex. That's the way the current lodges do it with OTO and Golden Dawn. I'm going to try to move it to another level because I'm basically the physicist that did not blow himself up. Elron Ron Hubbard aside <laughs> <the> whole concepts <laughs> of, well, get a grip. I mean, you know, Scientology. <laughs> <coughs> I helped. <coughs> excuse me. I helped bust a group out of Boston called the Process. Where they were yes, trying I to remember
0: them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, we had the Love family going in Seattle. I <laughs> would love Israel. Abishai was my friend. They were out and They had moved from downtown out to uh, Snohomish. And I, I remember Love Israel had a big plate of cocaine on it with a big pile of <laughs> line here. What does he do? He doesn't do the line. He does a big hunk. And he, and I just, I couldn't help but laugh because he was sitting there, huh? Oh, I wasn't supposed to do the line. And he's got blood going down his shirt. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> but what I did back then was I went through that rare hole in the wall up at Shy Shy Beach. Yeah. You know, and, uh. We can only get on the beach uh, during low tide, and it was carved maybe 1,200 years ago.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And uh, uh, I had a BIA card, and I would live out on the beaches for weeks, and one time for three months at a time, and Strong Eagle came down out of Canada. He was the medicine man for the Sitka tribe out of North Vancouver Island. And uh, then when I ran the gauntlet at Potlatch so I could teach, I became a roadman with the Northern Cheyenne. I did the two uh, sanctioned Peyote rituals uh, for the uh, Inalala uh, for the Northern Cheyenne, and I have—that's all political. But why I'm saying that is that those coastal Indians. Well, I was one of the ten that took that longboat from uh, the medicine lodge on the Ho, uh up to uh, Port Angeles, bringing back the medicine Dude. to the Macaw. And I speak Chinook. And I, I taught shamanism at the UW and then at Evergreen and then a couple of other universities for a while, back in the 70s, early, early 70s, 68, 69. Mike Mandeville had done his doctoral thesis on the experimental college which later became Continuing Education. He's my, sure. he was my roommate then, and is now down in Tucson, uh, running the Edgar Cayce Foundation. And he's gonna come up and run Oak Institute when I turn into worm food. Like, <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I,
0: I thought you were breaking into uh, eternity. Huh. Stay tuned.
1: It's very in practice. Yeah. The difference between. Yeah. And uh, actually what will happen, and I happen to know something that people can't know. How's that work? Oh, I became a hypnotherapist. And instead of being addressed (laughs) in past life, I went into a future one. Yes. Yeah. What happened, I was part of a triad. Three, not two. Right. And uh, we were in a (laughs) kind of a vehicle that was sliding into some geometry, and the geometry was called Khan. Now you, I'm a satsangi. I'm initiated to Sharon Singh, and when he looked me in the eye for initiation, he gave me the best hallucination anybody's ever given. Further, Um, he said at the moment of my death. he personally is going to be there to take me across the abyss. Now, this is a fifth plane mystic. As a Param saying Satguru both, and was prime minister of India. Kirpal Singh was his counter uh, that did all the stuff up in Canada. And I was connected with Golden Bow and, you know, uh, Lifestream and all of that because of my Beltang days. And Beltane still exists on 45th. It's Cold Mountain Juice Company, a little bread company. It's come out, some of the things we I was part of a growing family that started Puget Consumer Co op, the bulk commodity exchange, and the rainbow gathering up in Okanagan's. Mm-hmm. Part of it. Mm-hmm. Old days.
0: Bring us into this idea of now what's going on with the sentience of digital reality, how it's tied digital. into.
1: When you go from an analog to digital, you know, analog to binary or whatever, ch- 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 right. with spaces in between. That's what a proton cloud is. That's where your multiverse exists. That's where all the rest of the chords from 440 to 428 exist. They're in that place. It is in solid state physics, it's called the forbidden zone. In Jerry Pollock's water, it's the exclusion zone. Mm-hmm. It's H302. Jerry was my lead in 1970 at the UW when I was working in anesthesiology. I did all my paranormal studies there. Worked, how, you
0: know, an, how easy, Rick, is it to manipulate once you have plugged into the sentience of the digital? So when we're talking about this proton cloud and we're talking...
1: Yeah, the, the proton cloud is the next level of ascension what you call the awakening yes That mean that, that you're wakey wakey <laughs> <crack that. laughs> you know, i love that memory <laughs> belongs to mick yeah well oh, you can eat it but i wouldn't know uh, <laughs> open the can of beans um you gotta love it uh practicality Actually, Mel Gibson's got a brand new movie out with uh machete. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it, it's really weird. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's right in there. And in fact, he's so good, he's the evil guy on that one.
0: He is know. so good, he really you truly is. You saw
1: the new machete?
0: No, I haven't, but he's oh, just so Netflix. good.
1: Yeah, and and take your on. Of- because machetes, there's a follow on, he's gonna go up into outer space to get them.
2: <laughs>
1: got, machete comes out as a lightsaber. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. I, I mean, it's corny and as femme if as you could imagine. Yeah. It's all. Uh,
0: the components are all there. I
1: love it. A road warrior on steroids and machete with his femme fatales and his uh, women that shoot out of their breasts and their crotch with
0: missiles yes all that classic all the classic (laughs) stuff (laughs) (laughs) bang bang baby that's right bang bang baby I'm on fire
1: yeah how well do you know Seattle do you remember uh, Androgyny the magazine for women
0: I do remember Androgyny
1: they, and was
0: was oh avant garde was that in New York, huh?
1: They did an interview on me. I'm, I believe probably one of the only men that they felt was worthy. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, androgyny, not the magazine, the um, relationship of male and female, right,
0: right. Um, the process, the concept, same
1: sex, the reality. Yeah, same sex, you know, marriage, things like that. Women are different. The anime animus. Seek of animus is different than seek of anima. In other words, gayness for men is not the same as gayness for women. And that's James Hellman again. And uh, what he discovered is that a lot of women that are gay aren't really gay. What they do is they like the touch of a woman rather than the way a man might
2: Yes. Say. Yeah.
1: Well, so yeah, and that's a whole different thing. Tom Robbins wrote a book uh, on May uh, using me as a model when he wrote Another side, right Side Attraction. Remember Cyril living in the back end of his magic shop?
0: <laughs> I I've always loved <laughs> But that, I've always but loved that. that. That's Uma in San Francisco. The same thing. That
1: was mine. That was, he wrote that about me. <laughs> and you remember when, uh, yeah, and when he did uh, even Cowgirls Get the Blues, that's over here in Bend. I know those people. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, yeah. I don't know about her thumb, but, you <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, know, um, that's, uh, he's up on, uh, uh, like on communal island where one of my ex-wives lives now six million dollar home she was uh she put me through college i put her through college she put me through graduate school i put her through graduate school and then we separated
0: because, that's quid pro quo, for, for,
1: quid well, pro was, quo. <laughs> she, she is still my dear friend because the daughter i had with her uh when i was in grad school is um she she like me were co responding because Paula Paula went back to she was married, had children, and then went back to college at age forty and at fifty is now in Salem as controller for the state of Oregon.
0: Oh interesting
1: yeah, she has the same gene pool I came from. My mother was Catherine Ada Nelson, and my grandmother was the one that did the uh, the Birdman of Alcatraz. She was German roller canary, and uh, Stroud came up with a remedy on uh, bird fever, and my grandmother felt that was a really significant thing and got him out of prison. And Mom and Grandma formed what was known as uh, they, they made a TV series out of it because mom and grandma worked for the Seattle Police Department as psychics. And they called that One Step Beyond. They were different stories, but they were all about my mom and grandma. And so Do- Rind came through in the 50s, that was in the 30s, came through in the 50, 50s to um, see if it was genetically. Transmitted, you know, ESP. It's not. I have now absolutely determined what it is. And
0: wait, 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 wait. wait. So, what is it? Let's back up on that. What is ESP?
1: There's an altered state of consciousness, right there, (laughs) there, right there. Your ability in guessing is 400 times where you are right now, and I proved that in the 70s when at Duke University. Had a a tournament. They brought in Gene Dixon and Sybil Leake and others. Yes, yeah. And I won it by orders of magnitude plural and was the first protocol on how I selected uh, SEAL Team One.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. uh, uh, It's called ESP induction through forms of self hypnosis. And uh, what I've been doing now is mapping where one state. Begins and the other stops, because the entire realm of altered states, uh, you are tools in a toolbox.
0: Yes, uh, I, I'm there with you.
1: And so I watched a woman once rip a car door off to save her daughter in a flaming automobile.
0: She did that without actually. This was moments in moments. It was.
1: Yeah, she did it? Yeah.
0: It autonomous or whatever that is.
1: Nominous. Yeah. yeah. Numinous, that's, that is another term used in, in psychology. The numinous is um, when you go into an altered state, you can do things that you can't do here. In this state over here, you can have the strength of 10, like you might on methamphetamine or an ant. Over here, you can da-da-da-da-da. Uh, now, with all of that said, These are all qualities that I'm mapping that will be part of this new theory I'm coming out with, dealing with the proton cloud and the multiverse. And what I'm doing is co-authoring a paper with Max, and I'm doing the math part.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. And that part will then be researched and validated in terms of, you know, uh, what do you call that? Observ- uh, observable realities. Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see where I'm going with that one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there it is. And it, the thing is, I know that my my theory and my way of wanting to teach children and all the things I've done for these footprints uh, were just one step for man. And I hope Gen X's wake up, take the next step, And at some point, we'll all have, uh, down at that uh, last exit on Brooklyn, we'll have that. uh, (laughs) I used to hang out at the blue moon, shot pool there as a pool house. That's how I worked my way through college, shooting billiards.
0: With this proton cloud and all this, and the DNA is a generator she put forth long ago, the ideas that we're looking at collectively, so the outer space, not the inner, co- as a collective, uh, through ocular programming now, and then the the blue tech in the the Bluetooth stuff that's now going into foods, and in food colorings, and in in liquids, yeah. where Rick, where are we actually this is, is the dreamer loves the dream the dreamer feeds the dream the dreamer becomes the dream where are we as a point of consciousness right now Rick? yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love you <laughs> well I mean
1: how does one answer that it's a kind of a little bit of this and a lot more of that well <laughs> I mean, if
0: anyone can answer that you can
1: I can't uh, but I will say that I'm a lead scout. That's all I am. Yeah. I'm Team Wasabi. And what do you mean we, wait, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way I'm going to play it. I mean, I, I'm—I know I don't know. Uh, that's Johnny Depp. No, oh, the looks, man. I gotta—I gotta give it to him. He actually sent a bunch of bikers up. To and a limo to take me down to his Viper Club. He wanted me to teach all the guests how to do absence correctly. Yeah. Ears ears were optional. Yeah. (laughs) You know the secret secret on absence to get the green fairy? It's a rare narcotic that has to do with losing in how hot to how cold in that instant. Yes. And that's where the green fairy drops out. And it's a narcotic that is uh, opaque green, light olive. And the depth of that is how, it's, how it's done by the... Uh, you know, when you uh, do the, uh, the Czechoslovakian way where you're... Corrupt,
0: with you're the sugar and all that. Yeah, yeah. The and spoon Yeah. Into
1: the liquid. And as soon as it does that, you hit it with cold. Yes. And the difference between temperatures it's how much green fair you get. This is is. the
0: collision that creates that.
1: Yeah, I have studied this. I've studied all the legal highs. I've been doing drug studies since 64, actually. And I can tell you that all of the drugs, ketamine especially, Dr. Moore was doing studies on ketamine, telepathic, and BZ gases. And... Telepathine and dimethyl kryptonine. By the time Strassman got a hold of it, but he was doing uh, ketamine, and I was in the lab next to him. Delgado was doing chip implants with Reese's monkeys down there, and yes. we were on fourth, fourth floor, and the lockdown. Jerry was my lead. <laughs> he was not my boss because he didn't have the top secret clearances I did, and so. While he was my lead, basically, if I needed a Bridgeport Mill, he'd find one for me. I made, I grew my own crystals and, you know, making that, but in the lab, but when they called me in was when they found Moore's wife, Marcia Moore, severed head in the Florida Everglades two hours before she was dead in Seattle. And they had already done their first level of validating the time digit and someone did, making a mistake with dental records. Yeah. And it wasn't. And now, what happened? Of course, I don't know, but I can tell you what happened, uh, that I think happened. You see, ketamine opens certain kinds of gates like um, dimethyltryptamine or marijuana do other gates. And mushrooms are the one to the multiverse. Um. I think she opened a portal and got killed by what Negadev calls Stick Alien, uh, and Negadev is a writer in that area. Yes. How Hidal- little?
0: Will you shelf that and get back to Stick Alien later? What's that? Will you shelf that and get back when you're done with this? I want to get into Stick Alien a little.
1: Yeah. Sure, we can do that. Um, but what they called me in when her head was found, how did that work? It what basically ketamine ketamine's quite dangerous. I will not do it. And five alpha that my buddy Steve Blake created out of San Francisco where you smoke it is not N comma N hyphen Yeah.
2: It's
1: the chill that goes up and down your body. By the way, when you get goosebumps that's how your body is telling you you have stem cells and you can do physical immortality there.
0: Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, man. I'm so there. That's how,
1: that's how your body communicates to you, the goosebumps.
0: The this shell. extends out onto all the nerve endings of your, your hair itself as well. well.
1: okay. The work I did on that, Limited, was uh, with, um, um, oh, Jesus. I, I, I was right there. Um I did it with a Nobel Prize winner. We did it in, in uh, Clinic 7 at the UW. We, uh, I had a severed perineal. My knee got crushed against the brick wall, and I had a drop foot. The nerve was cut in half, and it took me four and a half months to regenerate it. And the way I did it, because I understand mechanisms a little better, I worked out of anesthesiology there, uh, which, by the way, is the number one rigor in medicine not neural neural surgery or you know surgery they're, they're lower it's all your creep is done in anesthesiology and what happens is that if when you get to chill that going up and you can do that with your mind's eye what happens is it if if you get your back just right it'll stimulate the pineal gland. And what that does is it sets up a resonant cavity oscillation in the neural cavity. And now you have the possibility, you can't, of generating true nerve tissue over glial cell. But what you have to do is eat foods that have trace minerals, because that's what's missing in the brain. Okay, And the only things that have that are your blue-green algae. But because all of them are growth pond, they don't have the neural, uh, the, the, uh, neuropeptide to take those trace minerals across the blood-brain barrier. And so spirulina and chlorella didn't work. But then I started looking at uh, Klamath Lake and Crater Lake, and they have— all the lakes up in Washington, even Moses Lake, all of them have a Fanonophis on Flos Aqua, which is another blue-green algae, except they're all colonnaded with uh, micro shrimp and daphnia. And if you freeze-dry that, and I got now foods to do that, now you have a true smart drug. Because what that is, is it has neuropeptides in it from the it's not a vegan food, but it, uh, true vegan. But it has neural peptides in it that will take the trace minerals, which is basically what blue green algae's are, solid trace minerals. All your kelps are like that, even red and green algae. Yeah. But that will then it took four and a half months to have the viscosity of nerve tissue coming down, and I had complete regeneration of my knee.
0: Oh my God. How, Rick, is there a way <laughs> to get get a hold of that algae, the algae?
1: And just go blue green algae freeze dry.
0: That's it, simply that. And, yeah, I, and I know.
1: they come off of wild sources. I started that, what, back in the 80s, and that's now Foods does it. Others, um, or you can go down to Klamath Lake, there not Celtec. Celtec uh, on the lake, Chi Lakes. And anything over ninety seven degrees, uh, within microseconds, the neuropeptides are gone. Yeah,
0: yeah that's the, peps- the key we, we, we need, need the neuropeptides. Pre-side. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's this is
1: there- neuropeptides are what you're looking for. And that that'll be the that takes the trace minerals across the blood brain barrier and now the brain's able to function again and yeah. produce because of your diets how did Jay Leno put it? Dorito garn Yeah, no, don't worry, we'll make more. <laughs> And so now everybody's obese. That's why the virus seemingly is killing everybody. Nobody's healthy. And two, you don't want that injection or... or, or,
0: Oh, my God. That's the real... You
1: you know what that is? The the neurotransmitters turn your body into an antenna for cloud, and you think you're jeopardized now. (laughs) <laughs> they don't know when you pee and when you're horny and whatever. It's just data. And um, that's what the nanites are for. The small N RNA is so they have the ability to turn your switch on and off or, uh, I don't know, uh, sterilization.
0: Well, this is, what, this is this is. precisely what I was asking you a few minutes ago with the N In conjunction with what's going on with that. (laughs) The real weapon is now at our shores with this, these. uh, There's a,
1: there's a, they say it's the bloodlines of Europe in war with each other. Who knows? Soros. Basically, if you want to go up one level, I can show you that, that black goo is terraforming earth right in front of you. They turned Fukushima back
0: on. Can you imagine? Let's talk about this.
1: Why? I mean, Black like, goo. Uh, it thrives in Galactic Center. Yeah. It did really well in Chernobyl and Fukushima. And oh, guess what? Three-mile island. Yes. Denver. There are 21 Daiichi-like reactors on the New Madrid fault line. They're all leaking. It takes one full year to power one down. And Yellowstone is now being seen as far as Ohio. Yes. Tomography. And so with that said... Why isn't the media talking about that?
0: You know why. The Mockingbird sings.
1: Well, (laughs) I watched The Killer Mockingbird. You know, I can tell you that, I mean, oh gosh, I I don't know. It's just, I'm going to probably not want to come back. (laughs) I chose not to be a saint this time. I'm gonna do something more in the sciences. I, I would like to leave. I have genetic memory, some of that. I was came out of the crib with dialogue. Yeah. I was so utilized, even out of the crib. Yeah. But, so what? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, you know? I'm just still a drug addict and a wounded. You know, the way we're birthed, right out of the gate, we don't have a chance because, uh, was it Steve Gaskins? a friend of mine. I took a course of his called Monday Night Class down in, in Berkeley. And then he exited and started a thing called The Farm out in Tennessee. And his wife wrote a book called Spiritual Midwifery. And I have to tell you, when I came out of the womb, I remember that doctor hitting me to make me cry. Why would he do that? And and then he took me off to be fingerprinted before I could even bond with mom. Oh, and let's not forget how they chopped off my peanut circumcision and decided, oh, well, he won't remember. Yeah. No wonder I'm actually acting weird. <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know, I mean, it's like the terrible things that they do in medicine.
0: Oh, it's trauma right out the gate.
1: Yeah. Whereas a litter of puppies have their own tit. And... Uh, Unless you're the runt, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I, um, I think with their gut, they're closer to spirit than we are.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, this is That's circling into the what we were talking about earlier with the dogs and the dolphins and telepathic abilities with pictures.
1: Temak wrote a book on that called City. He was like. Uh, Alan D. Foster, some of the early guys. City is about how the dogs inherit the earth after man exits. It's an interesting sci-fi. And uh, I didn't know how to read in third grade. The report card said, Ricky is very disruptive. He asked too many questions.
0: <laughs> that sounds like my, report.
1: my <laughs> Fourth grade, Mrs. Reed kept me after school every night because I didn't read English. In fifth grade... I read every single book in that library with Adam on the spine. Yeah. In sixth grade, they wanted to give me Ritalin. In seventh grade, they wanted to move me to college.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And my mother wouldn't let them do any of that. And so I'm a normal, functioning idiot savant. Yes. And I drool. And I hum, and you'll notice how I'm bobbing. I do a lot of that. It's, I have to force myself to not. I'm animated when I speak. Yes. I IQ. You know what IQ measures? I did Minnesota multiphase MMPI, CPI, all of them. Highest IQ out of the state of Washington, 178, 168, 169. It's meaningless. Because, well, all they're doing is adaptability. That, the, the the, the, testing, the clocks, the, you know, on how quickly you can take four things and make a movie out of it. Yeah. Um, that, All that stuff is, I can do it before I started to watch. They discovered that in May back at Pullman. They were doing reaction times. And, you know, from when the light went green to red, how quickly you could respond. And I was doing it so fast that... A couple of times I did it before that. Lady did it.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs>
1: uh oh. <laughs> but everybody does it. Yes, and I agree. They, they ignore it because where we are right now in consciousness, you're filtering, you're not observing. Now, there's something out there that's observing it, that includes your son. And your unborn daughter that you didn't have in this particular time zone. Time zone. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to, you know, find ways to find a better way to communicate. I'm going to be like our man Flint.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got it all there. With the click.
1: I love. Dolphins Plus and Key Largo It's quite different than Hawaii. I actually went there to study dolphin after I'd done my thing with John Lilly. It's a rehab, and it's an open access. That means that they can leave anytime they want to. Some don't. My handler, when I was working with two dolphins, where he was having them guide me, uh, where I hold one fin on either end, Cosmo, the handler got upset at Cosmo because he was calling me differently, and he didn't know that my left arm has no bone in it. There's no bone in this arm, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so Dolphin knew that, and was pulling me so he accommodated that arm. The handler had Phew, no clue, and uh, Dolphins Plus is a worthwhile adventure uh, getaway. If you want to support that research and want to have a day with a dolphin and uh, the day of the dolphin, there it is. Oh, yes. And you get to spend all day. The first part of the day, you're in classes studying, being educated on how to deal with dolphin. When you go into the tank, that's where you'll have a close encounter. You will encounter an entity that is way more intelligent than you. Yes. And is laughing at all the time but sure we'll play
0: the human game okay the human game as it is now fractalizing out into a digitized reality and and where we're looking at the mandelbrot stuff right we're looking at fractals but we're also tapping into the idea of how deep inner space is and the outer space is really our collective projection
1: Well, the problem is it's Heisenberg. That's why quantum consciousness models won't work.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: Okay, okay. because the more you know about Heisenberg, the more you know about one thing, the less you know about the other. And so there's a trade-off in the quantized step. And that's where you go from analog into digitizing, where you take a ramp and turn it into steps as a metaphor. And there are different levels of that, just like a hologram. Yes. Okay. And so the neurotransmitters that I'm talking about are the way I have quantized how a single geometry, one molecule, can control and affect the entire cell.
0: Yeah, the whole system. Chemistry. Now and we, right, when we see this,
1: that's the thing where we're going to be writing on the proton cloud: how that one single geometry affects the entire system as a resonant cavity oscillator.
0: How do we get single point within that one bit?
1: The problem is that when I do it, it'll change in ten years, or twenty years, or thirty.
0: What's the like principle behind that?
1: Well, because the I Ching is based on eight. Yes. Uh, okay. That, that is based on 10. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not different. Uh, you know, one, two, two. Uh, okay. That's eight, ten. Uh, you know, eight for I Ching and tarot and yeah. your. Okay. I'm writing a, a new book on, pen, on, on a tarot cards as an entry into, not for fortune telling, it's called the magical and ritual use of metaphor. Yes. Disciple gods in daily living. You either have one storyboard going on, and you're possessed, <laughs> <laughs> or you've got more than one, you're complex. And and most of us, some like, may or more complicated, might have eight or nine storyboards going on, primaries. And that's what the Greek technology was, was Greek pantheon was archetypal. And so it's archetypal encounters on, in daily living. And really, each one has an ending, like Psyche at the Well of Souls, or Persephone having to go
0: to Hades. Yeah, Beach. down in there, each okay. gate, yeah.
1: Each one has an ending. Is that how you want you to end? And if you don't, that's what pathworking is for. Yeah, That's why you, you, you use the tarot as a the primary is on the tree. I'm a, I studied with Gershom Sholem for six years. I learned old Hebrew and Greek so I could work with him. I'm a Zadi. I'm not a Zadi. I'm actually Hermetic Kabbalist, not a holy man. I'm not using it in religion. Yeah. I'm actually using it like I would mathematics and physics.
0: Yes. Yeah. I see that.
1: Okay. Well, the Sefer Yetzirah, that book of formation, how to use sound and words. So they have more than just communication. That's where the hologram moved to mental bride Julia and May. But each one of those May patterns are Julia. They're, they're, they're set little generators. That means they're quantized. Yes. All right. That's what's happening because that's why you have two brains. Cavitation. <laughs> <It's, laughs> <laughs> that's chapter seven in the non-local mind. Time travel and the true nature of cavitation. Because when a drop of water hits a pool of water, a bunch of things happen. The waves go out, affecting the entire universe. That's the future. The particle goes down into the water before it pops back up. When it goes down into the water, the waves also slap and they form that bubble comes back up again, except it's no longer a drop of water. What it is is a bubble that has captured the water, and it captured the immediate, imme- it fell in air uh, with structured water.
2: Yes, okay. yes. That's
1: the memory part of the most simplest dipole that we know of, and, you know, H2O. But H2O has many forms. You know, it has a uh, water, has uh, deuterium, And tritium. Did you know that almost the entire ocean between New Zealand and Antarctica is pure deuterium?
0: Actually, no, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, that's where they mine it. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, and then tritium's much more rare. But and then there's uh, uh, Willard Water uh, Reams, Carrier Reams. We have uh, H709 clustered water with a free ion. Waterfalls, mm-hmm. and you have, you know, structured water H3O2. That's hydrogen peroxide with an extra hydrogen molecule. And then you have, and that's that. So one of the things I did with Navy SEALs was they carried baking soda with them, so that when we were in another country, we could restructure the water by a single. And once it's in a cup, yeah, you just put a single drop baking soda in there and it restructures the entire water. Now 60% of that water just from that one will go into the into uh, the cell rather than that bladder and and then in the northern hemisphere up here stirring it clockwise because of Coriolis forces also restructures that. That requires several hours of stirring not several minutes like you do with your spoon. but if you're going to do it, you do it clockwise up here and down in Brisbane. You want to do it counterclockwise. Um, these are simple things that are physics, but I don't have a clue what it all means yet, except at the, this is also in Chapter 7. At the moment of death, there's a five-gram weight loss in the body.
0: Yes, this what is a big that? deal. Well, we see this back even into the, the book of coming forth and all this. Well,
1: they, well Some doctors, oh, it's you know, urine. You know, no, 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 <laughs> no. No, no. structured water in a microtubule that goes back to the multiverse. And when it doesn't, it gets trapped in matter, becomes a ghost that later decays because it's creepy in, the, in that field, just like we have maggots in the, in the thing, and it turns into a poltergeist. Yes. and uh, Those are studies I did for the military. So uh, Thought forums uh, get embedded like, like uh, a robbery, bank robbery, going on, no film. But they captured images in infrared that got trapped in the glass. And uh, that's what a ghost is. And that's part of that structured water that is supposed to actually go home and it gets trapped. Um, I As a metaphor. Right. Like what is your metaphor to serve your paradox? So I have a meadow where I put my two ox.
0: Okay, wait, let's back up. <laughs>
1: uh, I, gotcha. I got her. I watched your eyes cross and then she...
0: <laughs> I love you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's look at this axis between possessed and complexed as we push into this a little bit further to get some of the, the basic stuff out.
1: Well, you have. Distilled out. Possessed in complexes has to do with uh, storyboards. If you're possessed, you're driven like a zealot. Uh, Something out of, uh, what is that? Uh, He's a zealot in, uh, what is that? What's the Tom Hanks movie? uh, He did two movies. It's called Da Vinci Code. That white albino that's working for the priest is possessed. He's got one thing to do. Where are you? I'm of two minds of it. Flip, you become two-faced, trying to figure out which way to go. Um, I'm more like gentle. Wait till they get a load of me. (laughs) uh, I always wanted to do open for Saturday Night Live. That's on my bucket list, honestly. I think that I could be (laughs) natural. (laughs) Well, not creepy, not funny, haha, but funny peculiar. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. yes,
1: yeah. Uh, what
0: the is, hell is that? Dang, what is that?
1: Yeah, live from New York. <laughs> Just, I love it. I think that humor, by the way, is the triangle that connects the lovers and the hermit on the tree of life going right through the Sea of Korans and So it's a temporary place that is connects the two. You've got to laugh your way through this whole thing, because basically...
0: <sighs> Herman Hesch came to that as well in Steppenwolf.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I preferred Naked Lunch myself, where he's talking to his typewriter, but... Uh,
0: well, these are... But, <laughs> but you, under, <laughs> you understand exactly that so many people lose that principle, though. Yeah, they don't get that principle. You have to have enough well, pressure. Was
1: restaurant, you know, was what my bookstore was supposed to be all about. You know that David Bowie, actually, whenever he came to the United States, he always made a beeline to Seattle. Because I had the books he couldn't get in London. He's actually, uh, he fell to earth before Frank Herbert released his book. And it was one year before uh, Mick Jagger in performance.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. So David Bowie is and Annie Lennox is a female David Bowie in music. But uh, <laughs> I know that because I worked 20 years at the Brit as a volunteer, and it was the nicest gift I ever gave myself. I don't hear music. I see it. Yeah. I, I have a memory, and I'm like a four-year-old that never became seven. That's yeah. why I can be, yeah. Just, I don't know what happened. Um, I'm grateful and blessed. I wouldn't want to be like most people.
0: Well, same here. <laughs> We're, okay.
1: I <laughs> I uh, what? Oh. Yeah. Rick. What about I don't know. Let's shoot it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rick, what is going on with the collective at this moment? There's a collision happening. There's a restructuring happening. And there are a lot of elements going into the... The vessel. The vessel that's sealed what, that, and it's being heated.
1: Yeah, that's what Buckminster Fuller calls synergy. Yes. The power of the group is greater than the sum of the individual parts. Yes. That's part of uh, AI algorithms. Yes. And, uh, yeah, um, I think that most people are human. Uh, there are some that I wonder, <laughs> and they clones, what is that? <laughs> you know, how could they be so? But um, they're,
0: they're out there, and they're not human.
1: Well, here's the other part of that. Your good and evil is different than someone else's.
0: Well, everything's trying to live, of course. I don't even function from that level.
1: Well, that's why it made you God's favor is the diversity. It will all be part of God's plan. My child.
3: Another <laughs> <laughs> now
1: Roman. Oh, you know, Lord. It was the teachings of Christ and Rome that departed and went in opposite directions in the year 1000, when Pope Innocent I declared war on the Cathars. To be king of Jerusalem, okay, it was by canon law all the way back to Abraham. You had to have an heir. And Mary Magdalene had two children, and they fled to the south of France. Yeah. Later, that system became part of the Cathars and the Knights of the Temple. I am a Knight of the Temple. I am a Prince of Jerusalem. I belong to a Swiss lodge that my great-grandfather was lodge master to Rudolf Seiner. That's, this is my great-grandfather's talisman, high in the Triangle. It's, uh, I, it's uh, Waldorf schools and... and yeah. uh, and I, I actually mentor, I had a, for for Zurich, I have, a, or had, a, a 12-year-old doing his doctorate at Cornell in organic chemistry. And how can you do mentor something like that? Well, I wrote a comic book with him. <laughs> ah!
0: The power. He it. He it.
1: He's normal, just like, oh, hot cockies. Uh, well, he's a. Uh, you know, there's geniuses. Genius comes in many, many flavors. I'm just one. There's lots of others out there. My girlfriend is a uh, seven years or more. She can touch your body anywhere and know where you're hurting. And the other part of the body knows exactly go right straight to it. Yes. And uh, empath. She's of such a quality. I, in an earlier... Period. I would have studied her like I did Keith Milton Reinhardt or Jack Schwartz. You know, Reinhardt, you remember him? Grand Foundation in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's a real paranormal thing. I saw him. I had a, I was teaching class. He came to lecture at one of my classes. He did a billet reading. I had 102 students. I have a recording of it. 102 students. And he nailed 100 out of 102. Wow. Wow. What it is, I write a question down, put it in your pocket. I did. And he said to me, "I said, show me you're not reading my mind." His billet reading to me, in your mom's bedroom, there's a hob chest, and at the very bottom, it's a letter that was that was put there before you were born. <laughs> That's a fact. I saw him do it, 100 out of 102, just lightning bolt.
2: Yes, remarkable.
1: That was Reinhardt when he was hanging out with those young boys, and I can tell you, I, Helmut Schmidt did later studies with him, you know, with a, what they call a random generator from Boeing. But that's not mind reading. There's something else going on there. Never been described at Duke. Um, today with the Rhine thing moved across the street into an old sorority house. It's four story. It's called the foundation for the study of man. And when I was a child, uh, they put me there just like in Firestarter. But unlike that movie, I didn't want to be there. And I said, so to my father, he took me out of it. And back then you could do that. Um, I was gifted. I'm a fourth-stage telepath. That means I have an ability to communicate. Once I can give you the... What makes my words real is not my physics. It's your mind's eye. When you can see what I'm trying to say, that's what makes it real.
0: Well, this this in in particular is what what I was asking about earlier with all this new ocular programming that's going on
1: yeah it's not about that it's your mind's eye in hollywood if she could that's where the replicator became a 3d printer yeah okay i just wrote one for fox i wrote early x-files i don't know if you knew that or not but i did the first eight episodes dr carl schleicher was the smoking man and uh, i didn't want to live in hollywood that is a requirement and so they brought in Carter and then I was on set for the next nine years up and, in, in, um, but I did the first original eight and the workup. And I tell you how that happened in a minute, but what, but I just wrote one and it was accepted by Fox. It's called the domes of Mars using Asher deliverances, geodesic domes out of Ashland. Now, the one, that uh, what happened was that the Time Warners editor, uh, Bernard Shercliffe, retired after doing a uh, um, mad magazine and what me where <laughs> and uh, moved to Grants Pass and when he and I met he became my literary agent and taught me how to write screenplays. and we I did a workup and submitted it to a bunch of studios and the rest is history on what that was <coughs> the reason they didn't want to use mine to work up the original was that they had mine had eight characters like my squad with deep pockets to add more you know forensics with dr carl mote it wasn't uh, just working as a partner and um they had a budget, they weren't sure it was gonna go, so they wanted to have only two characters, not eight. I, I, I can send you the, the, the workup. Uh, basically, the Manhattan Project had to do with some uh, time travel in Manhattan, and uh, with magicians and some weird things going on underground. It's a Manhattan conspiracy. That was one of the big ones in the workup. I've done other workups that are pretty interesting, like um, The Magical Child. Yes. Child E, which is a movie, not a series. I'm doing one right now for um, Golden, who uh, wrote a book called Once Upon a Time at San Quentin. He was a second generation tower guard, and uh, there's a uh, uh, he, what he did is he went in and took pictures, and uh, they let him go because of that. It, there was no law against that, but it was uh, unwritten law. And uh, he had grown up in the prison system there at San Quentin and uh, was a high tower. That means that when you went click with a single shell in your chamber, the entire yard changed.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I'll be doing little vignettes, like where the code of silence came from and things like that, that's all. And he took pictures of that. And uh, John Golden, you can find him on the internet. He he lives here locally. I, um, I love to write that kind of stuff because I'm real good with my fourth stage telepathy. I can project an image and everybody gets it. And it isn't about my physics. That's just my outer ruse for credibility.
0: Does this mean anything to you? There's a house, and in the house, you are in the house. And in that house, all the walls are invisible and clear. And yet, you don't realize that until you try to move around within the house.
1: Yeah, I know that song. <laughs> There's a house within a house. Can you have a home that you have? To, you can't leave it? Right. And then you build a little teepee. It's called the uh, Bucks Hideout. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> not that one quick enough. I love this kind of stuff. So, I oh shit, oh shoot, I didn't say that. Oh, I did You can't say anything. Final. I have a three o'clock Skype. I did a bunch of invitements. I'm practicing Skype. Why? I want to practice with the Magic 101 I'm currently teaching, maybe by class 7. Class 5 is going out on Sex Magic. Class 7, I'm hoping to do live while I do the lecture. I have all the questions over here on the side because I want to practice on answering spontaneously rather than going home and thinking about it. I have a new book coming out called Children's... A Kids Ask the Darndest Questions. And it was a group of school teachers, sixth graders, that got to go on national TV radio to ask May or Dr. Norm Shealy questions that you couldn't find in the library. Yeah. Let me give you an example. If pigs are so smart, how come parrots can talk and pigs can't? <laughs> now, <laughs> to do that going home, is not what i'm aspiring toward because i don't want to teach children i want to simply answer what they want to know yes and do that it's done spontaneously not prepared and if i can get skilled at that i can do the same thing with a child where i'm not teaching aquaculture i'm asking the child
0: what it wants to know and why that's a master principle
1: well it's not cloud atlas it's a different concept and i know i'm not going to get there from here but that's why i'm doing this Zoom. i'm practicing and um stay tuned film at 11. <laughs> oh, uh, workbook Four, by the way is aquaculture for children and workbook two was can you live off the grid for 30 days yeah so, can you?
0: I've, I've lived off the grid, yes, and off-road in New Mexico. Old
1: hippie, huh? Did you have a pot with you to make it easier or what? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> Matt Stein, my partner, died. He also was from MIT. He's way linear, and I'm more circular. And together we licked the platter clean. You know, Jack Sprat. Yes, yes. And uh, Yeah, uh, we made a wonderful team, and we all uh, we all felt he would be last man standing. I hear you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An aortic aneurysm, climbing his passion, and he was dead before he hit the ground. Wow. Yeah.
0: Where is he now?
1: I have no idea. Hell, Hades, no. He's probably. Coming back is my dog. That's a good movie to watch, A Dog's Life. There are three in that series. And when my girlfriend's dog died, I thought I was gonna lose her. Yeah. And uh it's about a dog that reincarnates, a dog's life. Yeah. Into different masters. And has memory of each one and then the different ones. I think that's with what's his name? Um the one that uh, it's called Inner Space where he uh, uh, zero defects. I forget what his name is. He did... Uh, see, I'm losing things because I'm tangenting, but, but that is an exceptional one for people that have a loss to watch. Astral City is one to watch if your father or mother died and you're going through some forms or stages of grief. That will give you a metaphor, most likely what's happening. It's called Astral City. And the same if you lost a dog or a close loved one, that one, not a higher family figure, a dog's life. And uh, there's three of them in the series, and it's exceptional. Dennis Quaid.
2: Oh, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, Dennis Quaid's in that one. That's excellent movies in terms of metaphor of what Happens next. Nobody knows. I haven't been there. Even Alexander wrote a book called uh, Proof of the Le- Heaven, but it's different the way the, the Bordeaux et al discusses it.
0: Well, this is the key to the mysteries we're talking about now. This is yeah, yeah this is that. beyond.
1: And, well, maybe
0: not. Well, and, maybe it's the opposite of beyond.
1: Well, see, that's it. It's always in Paris. Yes. That's the thing about the sun and our galaxy. and You know, the, everything's binary because that's Alan Dean Foster. He wrote a book called Into the Out of.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the only way out is deeper in. And Herman wow, that, Hesch also yeah. Herman Hesch brought that up in Steppenwolf.
1: That's all. Uh, I like Steppenwolf. I, I actually... Read all of those. Hermann Hess was, I have a bunch of his stuff in German. That's what I read. I read German. And so I, I have a bunch of languages. And uh, Herman Hess was a really good writer.
0: He's amazing. He awesome.
1: Yeah. But there's a lot of them back there. Svensky.
0: Yes. With Gergief. Yeah.
1: Gergief you know, said eat your environment because you have been, um, what is that called? Uh, you're cultivated. You're, you're, a clon- you're a cultivar, like a plant mutates for the environment. And while there are seven habitats, my sustainable lifeboats, I have underground bunkers, are not underground, but I have sustainable lifeboats in every, ta- every state and all provinces in Canada. That's one of my, when I used the postman 1944 at protonmail.com. I have, uh, I'm known as the postman because I network all of them. That's what I do for the military now. I run bunkers and um, they're light boats with oars. That's what Matt and I were setting up. Why I talked to you about Dennis Kucinich was because he uh, had one in Wichita, Kansas, where Arlo Guthrie came out with his daughter and his granddaughter and that, Showed me what Americana was all about. Mm, mm -hmm. That continuity of tradition, singing, and uh, certain kinds of audio.
0: What about the drop that creates no wave?
1: Say that one more time. I'm going to try to see.
0: The drop that creates no wave in the pond.
1: I've never seen that.
0: Well, this is an image I'm giving to you. I see. So there's the pond and there's the drop, and we're used to the causalities of the waves, but the drop with no wave.
1: Well, it's cavitation. That is... Mark LeClaire's work at MIT right now on cold fusion processes. And basically, a typical example of cold fusion in nature would be the leading edge of a wave. And I show you where the muon function is and all of that in a paper I wrote on Building 7. That is called the darker side of fuller rings. Basically, Building 7 was an experiment during that terrible event where they deployed an experimental weapon called a neutron fullerene fusion bomb. And basically, Lockheed had developed the teleportation laser and Carnegie Mellon had the the trigger mechanism. And I show you how that whole thing works by having that wave. I'll send you, yes, I have your email. The one you sent on Skype, I'll send you uh, that... Uh, paper.
0: Uh, oh, I'm I, interested it, in that for sure.
1: Yeah, I, it, it, and you, there is a, disc, a literal description of how cold fusion occurs. Now, that weapon was first, play, it came from the Israeli. They did not know about Building 7 or or nine eleven, but that's where the, the concept came from, and now that weapon is being deployed in Golan Heights, it's in Moscow. They did uh, parts of Russia where they deployed that weapon. Everybody's got it now. But um, that's what I do for the military. When people don't know what happened, I come, they send me in and I try to think about it. And I somehow I see something they don't see, you know, like I do in ag. Yes. Yeah. Agric- yes. I don't, agriculture. Is where my real love is. I, you know, I would be just wonderful to be up on a mountain as a Quaker living a very simple life. Yes. The only reason I do this is to promote my books because they've hamstrung me with Amazon and Lightning Source. And, and uh, Lightning Source is where it started with, uh, uh, you know, B. Dalton and Walden Books and things. They, they started printing my titles for other people. that's illegal and then Amazon did it and there's nothing I can do about it so if you want to get a book from May you either buy it from me off of Amazon which I don't recommend or you buy it uh, directly from May it'll be autographed dated and um, cheaper and that's the other part of it I lost a couple hundred thousand dollars on that again they weren't trying to take me out they were trying to rein me in.
0: Right, they're trying to bind you a bit, control you, yeah. pull you back in. Where? What's your website for people?
1: Oh, richardallenmiller.com A-L-A-N. That's where and I'm going to now diversify that bookstore on Kerry Cassidy, Shopify, and I've got three other websites, and we're going to so they can't take me out this time. And I'm going to move from Squarespace, which is Google, because YouTube and Gmail, all that has been compromised. Big yeah. Time.
0: yeah, almost everything's compromised these days.
1: Well, everything's owned by the giants. You know, at some point, you'll have a sponsor that holds your chip. I'm owned by Coca-Cola.
0: Right. And this is where I'd like to give a little hope and wrap it all up. So with all of these tentacles... If we look at this as an octopus, right, as a cephalopod of some kind, hydra, yeah, <laughs> there yeah. you are, there you are. If we look at it in terms of that as a symbol, and and with the powers of the cephalopod of disguise, of trickery, the massive, extra sensory, extra. Uh, Transcendental aspect of it So again, I don't exist within good and bad It is trying to survive And we are in its clutches And so the world in which we're all envisioning right now And participating with In this dream we're having Where you're over there on your chair in In your living room How do we get back our single-point consciousness, and get out okay, uh, from within the way us. All
1: your saints in history have said it is to choose some form of meditation where you're training your mind because, and this is pop, so the only most important thing that I'm going to say tonight, man has a responsibility for the thoughts he chooses to entertain, and that's that. Um there is so much more going on. If you don't train, I'm, I, I'm a satsangi. I was initiated by Sharon Singh. Um, I'm Sant Mat, S-A-N-T-M-A-T. It's yes. all arbitrary. Yes. It's a householder yoga. You need to train your mind. Yes. And once you've done that, now there's the possibility of taking some steps forward. But I know I don't know. I've been doing that. I was a Nandamar guy. I did all through that. And then I met Sharon Singh in 1977. And I've been, my, that meditation form starts at the third eye. And uh, that's where we start. And the whole concept of that has to do with the Shabbat or Sound current or Lost Chord, Gaia, Zero Point Energy, Terence McKenna, whatever. That basically... You simron, no whole ring to kill, no whole ring to kill. Not yeah. that one, but yeah. <laughs> you know, you simron. And then when you're bored, you stop and you listen. And what you'll do is you'll hear music in the right ear. And I, I'm I hear it all the time now. I'm I'm every it's it's I can hear it right now.
0: I can too. Yeah. I, this is a practice a praxis I have.
1: It's an octave or what it is, it's a artifact from your eardrum and bullshit, but but that's what the Shabbat is. And they talk about that as voice of the silence in the appendices. Yeah. And that's been translated by numerous people. Evan Wentz is possibly out of Golden Dawn, wrote a good one. Crowley, Blavatsky, everybody's done that in translation. Um, the Lost Chord, Moody Blues.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. That's it, and and once you've done that, that's the first thing that has to happen. You have to train the mind because it wanders everywhere.
3: Yes. And
1: you've gone into, I can't even count the multitude of altered states you've gone through in just this brief moment with us, and you don't even know it because you're going from one to the other, and the purpose of ritual is to have a switch when you go from one to the other. At some point, you'll become immortal in that regard, like lovemaking—something th- more is going on than time. You're not aware of time anymore; it's timeless.
0: Yes. And,
1: yeah. Are we there yet? <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Well, that's a Rick. That's a beautiful place to wind up. That's my message as well. And people, ha- this is work that one has to do on their own. We have, have to, to do this.
1: Yeah. Do you? Uh, I noticed on, your website's done for a moment. But you are a consultant and or uh, possibly work with a team. I am looking for a a bunch of different people. I've got a whole shopping list of things I need, one of which is I need to know how to do Zoom better. And I'm going to do a Skype in a minute with a friend in New Zealand. But it looks like you're a professional in that. And what I want to do is I have started Albert Schweitzer University. It was gonna be like a Harry Potter-like school for children. And by the time my great-grand, I have my, I'm a great-grandson up in Bellingham now. And uh, by the time he goes to school, Harry Potter schools will exist everywhere. And what I want is something even more than that, a special university, yeah. and I, I'm ahead. And I'm trying to figure out how to do it. And I started with aquaculture and it didn't work right. I had adults with their children. And now I'm trying Magic 101 with a bunch of adults, and uh, I have people from all over the world taking that one. I I can't believe it. Of course and, you do, yeah. huh?
0: Of course you do. I absolutely believe that.
1: Well, I'm not that big a deal, but but uh, you know, magic used to be a no-no word like ESP and hypnosis. Yes, magic is going to be what's real, and the rest of it. Is you can't get there from here. Yes. Simon says you can go halfway to the door. <laughs> uh, you know you never get there. Well, it's in the protocol. It's by definition, and that's what physics and why you have two brains. Science and religion, and uh, actually, I go to church for fellowship because if I have a certain belief system or I want to, uh, you know, embrace, I seek out people with a similar one for reinforcement. Yeah. That's what a church is for. And uh, I think there are about as many religions and sciences as there are human beings.
0: Yeah. I I can see this. It's an image I see. Yeah.
1: Nice talking with you. Thank you for having me. It was
0: a great, great...
1: Mindful, I I have to prep up and get ready for this. I'm going to learn how to do Zoom, but if you're interested and can or would like to know more about what I'm trying to do, uh, the money's for nothing, but... The chicks are never free.
0: <laughs> I love you, <laughs> Rick. We shall talk soon. I hope again, Uh and please, 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 let's continue this later. And until then, blessings of all kinds to you and yours. Thank you for coming to the Cosmic Salon.
1: Yeah, you bet. Thank you. I'm a new Ewa. Uh
0: Yes. Bye. 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 How do
1: I do it? Leave. I'm leaving.
0: And there he goes, the fabulous, the magical, the wondrous, the intriguing, Richard Allen Miller. I hope you enjoyed that. And as I said, that's a raw file. There's a lot in there to chew on, as always. I would like to thank the producers of the show. Sana Rebecca, Jason Lamson, Michael Watcher melanie poe christy tesmer marin kramer and all the patrons through my patreon remember don't dream it's over and stand up for yourself thank you for coming to the cosmic salon and spending some time with me